Welcome to the Fallible Fems. I'm Andrea. And I'm Mindy. And today we're going to switch things up a little bit and talk about work. We're not going to talk about health so much. We're going to talk about all of our work experiences and basically just give you our resume because you really need to know who we are. I mean, I think we both agree that work is still a vital role in our lives as far as mental health and possibly, you know, physical health as well, depending on what you do. So yeah, so we're just going to jump into it. And Andrea, what's your first job that you ever had? Oh, wow. We are getting into it. Let's just jump in. Well, I was going to sing a song, but just, well, you said work. And I just, anytime I hear the word work, I'm like, work, 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 work. Working nine to five. What a way to make a living. Not too much singing or we're going to have to do something with copyright stuff. I don't even know how it works. I, I stopped right there. You can okay, cut it out fine. if you want to. No, 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 no. This is going to stay in. This is important. Oh my goodness. Okay. So my first job was when I was 19, I was in my second year of college. Um, I didn't actually work any, that was my first, I mean, I just said that was my first job. I didn't work any, um, at all during high school other than like for fundraising kind of thing. Like I'd work concession yeah. at the baseball yeah. games. I mean, I guess you can count that. I took, or that was the only time I had it, any, uh, experience or time in, the food industry or food industry adjacent. I took orders. I think I put nachos together. Yeah. I mean, what skills you had? I, well, math, I mean, though, that is true. That is true. Depending on who you ask, I may not have many math skills. Um, I was, Oh, hold on. I have to tell the story. It was funny. Okay. I, Story time. Uh, this is for this has nothing to do with anything that we were talking about on the agenda. Just has to do with math. So Mindy knows this. I have a tendency to work math out in my head live. <laughs> <laughs> she's not right. I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> she is right. So I've like, seen with, this happen like, before. So I did that to my cousin today. Uh, I don't even know what I was doing, but I was like math, math. And I'm like, and then I said, it drives uh, Mindy crazy when I do that. Cause I do that to her a lot. And my cousin's like, I could see uh, how that drives her crazy. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know why I have to like live workout math problems in my head. And you can tell it really hurts too. It's very painful. It's because I get so like hyper-focused on something because I'm like, it's right there. And I know it's this. And then my brain just gets distracted. I don't know. Anyways back to my, you know, concession stuff. I like took change and, you know, yeah. money and cashed out that kind of stuff. So other than that, so my real first job that I got paid for was at a place called Hastings Entertainment that no longer exists. RAP. If anybody has ever been to a Hastings, just, you know, let's take a moment of silence because it was such a great and amazing place. It was awesome. I had books, movies, music, random things that made no sense. T-shirts. It did. It had like a, a random assortment of things, but it was, it was a really cool place. It was amazing. I worked there for just about four months shy of five years. And right to this day, that's actually the longest job that I've had. So I have commitment issues, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I, I would have been there for a long time, but I had taken a break from school and I was really close to finishing my degree. Uh, but I was like, okay. I could keep working 40 hours a week, but I need to go back to school. I'm so close to finishing my degree and I have to do that. So 
Um, Hastings was great, man. It was so much fun. I worked crazy hours, you know, cause it was retail. And I'm just going to say this. If you have never worked retail, then you are very lucky. Right. <laughs> to not have worked retail because quite honestly, it's, it's like, um, like a vortex of anxiety and mean words and too much stress. So even though I say that, I, I still loved working at Hastings. Towards the end, I, I was ready to go. I mean, we're going to get into this. I will say the job that you have, if it's something that you're not happy with, if it's something that causes you stress, if you're working too much and not taking time to actually like take a mental time out, it can be very affecting to your brain power. Definitely. So I was, I hit some low points in my, at a young age, because I worked there from 19 to 24. So I don't know if I did that math right. Yeah, that's about right. 19 to 24. We're not going to do math. Oh, on... sorry. <laughs> this is the point. This is exactly. I this is exactly it. When, when math would start to work for her and we would be in a moment of silence for about five minutes while she figures it out in her head. <laughs> you know, to that point, I did take a lot of math in high school. I took calculus and I did pretty good in that class. Okay. Terrible in college algebra. That's a different story. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, it had a, it was rough. I mean, I could tell so many stories of crazy people that would come in and me just, oh man, talk about self-control because retail is not for everyone because you have to be able to take mean people. Oh yeah, it's definitely. You have, you have to like maintain your composure and it's so hard when you know you're right about something and someone just comes in with an attitude and you're like. That and whenever people come in with attitudes like that, for me at least, it makes me not want to help them even more or give them, you know, the benefit of the doubt or be nice. And I'm like, yes, we will extend the return for you, even though you're like four weeks past it or something. Now, if they were nice about it, I probably would, depending on the circumstance. So yes, rude people, even though they, they might think it gets you places, people will not like you. Trust me. I mean, if you want to be rude, what's going to happen is someone's just going to get you out of their like face as fast as possible. And who knows right. how that's going to go. Right. Yeah. If someone is nice to me, I will do what I can. I mean, I, there, you know, there's certain things that are beyond your control, but I, I pretty much will go a little bit more above and beyond for someone who's just really nice. Right. And right. I mean, to this day with the clients that I work with today are people that want to be clients or don't want to be clients. I don't know. You like answer the phone or they walk in the door and they've already had a bad day. And it's right. just like, I'm going to take it out on you. I'm like, I can't think of a, I mean, I could tell stories, but that's my first job. And I'm very thankful that I had that job. And to be honest, I had no experience. And I mean, really the only reason why I think I actually got that and my availability was terrible because I had classes like Monday, Wednesday and Friday or Tuesday, Thursday. I was only available like evening some days and like Saturdays. It was crazy. Um, but my brother had worked there. And so he told his former manager, my then current manager, he's like, my sister's looking for a job. She's in college. Take a look at her resume. And I interviewed pretty well. So that's good. Yeah. And then like a couple years later, he was looking at my resume. I guess he had everybody, he was looking through everyone's resumes or something like that or application. And he's like, why did I hire you? <laughs> Even oh, though man. I was awesome. I was awesome at my job at that point, but he was like, he was like your why? availability was terrible. I'm like, well, 
because my brother put in a good word for me. And whatever, I'm awesome. You don't regret it. (laughs) Exactly. So that was a great first job to have. So my first job was when I was a, I want to say a junior in high school. I went to a private Christian school and we, at the school, they had a after school daycare program that would stay open until about six o'clock, I believe, and just happened to fall into my lap. My mom was a teacher at the school, so she knew a bunch of the people there, had connections, and they, she found out that they were needing somebody to help with the program and asked if I would be interested. And I was like, sure. So that's what I did. My junior and senior year of high school was run around with a bunch of kids ranging from three-year-olds to, I guess, maybe sixth grade. I don't know what age was, sixth grade, maybe 11, something like that. And so we would monitor them, play with them, make sure that they were checked out appropriately with for parents and everything. And it was a fairly easy job. It was zero stress because... I wasn't like the boss. Somebody else was the boss over me. And it was a pretty fun job because I just played with kids all day. It was a kind of an easy first job to have. So it wasn't bad at all. So it kind of segued into when I graduated high school, I was trying to decide when I went to college, what I wanted to major in. And everybody was like, you're going to be a teacher, right? You're going to go into education. You'd be, you're perfect with kids. You'd be a great teacher. You need to be a teacher. And most of my, like my mom is a teacher's aide. I had two aunts that were teachers. I had an uncle that was a a college professor. So I had a lot of education, um, educational degrees in my family. So I was like, okay, yeah, I guess I will go into education. That's fine. And so that's what I did um, for two years is I did education because I thought that's what, you know, I was supposed to do. I didn't like absolutely love it and wasn't sure if that's truly what I wanted to do. Honestly, I didn't know if I could be a teacher per se. So I kind of was like, I don't know, you know, if this is really for me or not. So cut to my brother graduating high school. He's two years younger than me. So um, he graduated and my parents were like, okay, you're going to have to share a car. You're going to have to um, go to whatever school your brother decides to go to. And of course, I was like, that it's, that's not fair at all. Not fair at all. Um, but, you know, when they're paying for college and paying for everything, basically, you don't really have a, an excuse to complain. So I did a complaint, of course, and my brother decided to go to a different university. So that meant that I was transferring university as well. And when I went to transfer all of my school credits, I think I had over 50 credits because I had two years worth of school. Only 15 of those credit hours were going to transfer. That's crazy. And so, yeah. And so I went back to the college career, you know, book and I just flipped through the courses and was like, what do I want to do? What do I see me having the potential to do for the rest of my life? Um, and I had always had a knack for interior, interior design. Um, I liked drawing floor plans, different things like that. I really enjoyed it. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll do interior design. So that led me into a whole nother field. And that's what I did. Like I graduated with interior interior design. It's a really hard word to say when it's late at night. Interior design. But yeah. Because it's not that late, Mindy. <laughs> it is. It's late for me. No, it's not. It's really not. But anyway, so yeah, so that's kind of opened up a, a whole, whole round for me on um, kind of what I wanted to do with that. So yeah. I want to say something, you know, it's hard to say no 
to something when someone's like, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. Because especially if you're a people pleaser, it actually is almost physically painful to say no to someone. Right. There are people out there that can be like, hey, I'm doing what I want for myself. And they don't feel bad, not like in a mean way, but they don't feel bad for just like, hey, I'm going my own way kind of situation. But for those of us, and I'm similar to you, you know, just want to make people happy. It's hard to, you know, say no. And and then you just kind of go along. Exactly. I mean, when you're, when, like for me, like when I was graduating high school, you're so impressionable Mm -hmm. to where, when people are like, you're going to be a teacher because you're great with kids. And I'm like, at that point, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. All I know is from my parents, college was my next step for them. I had no option, which for me, it worked out like that was fine. And I understand that for some people, that's not an option or it's not the right choice for them. But for me, it was. And so at that point, I was like trying to decide what I wanted to do in college. And so it just was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I guess that does make sense. But when I switched over to interior design, it really sunk in. And I was like, okay, this feels like a good fit for me. And it kind of opened up a whole new world for me that I love. And so it's just, it's just fun and interesting how things are meant to work for a reason in the moment. You don't quite understand why, and you're frustrated and disappointed, but here I am many years later and I'm like, I really am glad that that worked the way it did. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really funny how things don't work out the way you plan. One, one thing that I really want people to get out of this episode that I wish I would have had when I was that age, graduating college or maybe in college is that some people might get it right Right. away. They might have their career path lined out for them. They might know exactly what they want to do, but there are other people out there. Hello, raised hands, me right here that take a very long time to figure out their passion in life and what they want to do. Um, I went through many, many jobs before I finally found something that I felt comfortable in. I felt happy to go to work every day and I felt fulfilled in my job. And I went through a lot of other jobs that were horrible to get there. I used to work at in a retail home decor store and it was awful. The people who owned it never gave any um, praise or anything because they felt that, oh, we pay you. That's all you need. You need nothing else. And I had worked there for maybe two or three years. I had worked up to become assistant manager, just happened to fall in that way. And I was there with the manager and the, the guy who is head over the whole thing, who owns the company. He was like, I wonder how long it's going to take me to learn her name. Talking about me. He didn't even, he didn't even want to spend the time to figure out who I was. So it was, it was absolutely awful. So that was not a fun uh, career. And when I started that right out, out of college, I had a lot of second doubts about my life. What am I doing? I can't believe I'm here and I'm doing this and I hate it. You know, like, I can't believe I went through six years of, of, of college to do this. This is not it. This has to be temporary. This is going to be temporary. I'm going to find something else. I graduated right in the middle of the, the recession. Oh, yeah. So jobs were very hard to find. And so I looked for a while, kept telling myself, this is temporary. This is a temporary job. I stayed there for eight years. I didn't know you before finally 
something else fell into my lap. I didn't know you were there for that long. Yes. It was a very toxic environment. The uh, manager that I worked with was a micromanager and had to have her hands on everything. And that was very frustrating. Um, I worked there for eight years and then... I decided to try something else, something that was not in my field, worked for a telecommunications company and um, thought that I had died because it was awful because granted the environment was fine, but I was in a cubicle for eight hours. I did not see sunlight, nothing outside. I didn't have a window. It was freezing in there and we were trained for about a month and then they were put on in our job, you know, in our little career path and I had no idea what I was doing. And so um, I'm the type that avoids confrontation at all costs. So I left them a letter and said that I was not coming back. I stayed there for about a month and then I did not come back. Um, I was gone. And then from there, I was struggling to find something. And then I worked for another very large craft store that was, I think I worked there for a week and decided it wasn't for me. I didn't like that type of retail. I liked smaller retail, not huge, massive corporations of retail. I liked more mom and pop style retail. And so then I quit there and I was struggling to find something. So I went back to the home decor store because that's all I knew, you know, and all this time I'm like, there's gotta be something better out there for me. There has to be, has to be, um, struggling with the, you know, the toxic environment that I was in and the toxic relationships that I was in. And it was not a good feel for me at all. And then, um, another job opened up, um, worked, worked there. It was a fabric store. I loved it. It was great. I love the environment. I love the people I worked for, but the pay was not good. The pay was not sustainable for me to be able to make a living. So then I moved to a floor store and then I moved back to the home decor store. I like ping ponged back and forth and I kept landing back at the home decor store. And then I was like, you know what? I think it's time for me to move out of here and go to another state, just move away. And so that's what I did. I moved away and I was living with a friend and her husband for a couple of months. And then I had a tragic hiking accident, broke my ankle, had to have surgery, had to move back home. And I was like back in the cycle again. And I was uh, off my feet for probably three or four months before I was able to finally get back to working and went back to the fabric store and worked there for about a year. And then the heavens opened and the job of all jobs landed in my lap. And that's why I fully believe everything happens for a reason, because I was at the position to where I could easily step, like walk away from my job and take this other job in this other state that has become the job. I've been at for the last, I started there in 2017. So four years. And it's been one of like probably my absolute favorite job. I work at an antique store and it's so much fun. Um, And no, I don't do antiques and I can't tell you how much your item is worth because I have no idea. (laughs) How much is my grandmother's ashtray? I'm just kidding. My grandmother did. Okay. I was going to say my grandmother doesn't have an ashtray, ashtray, but one of my grandmothers probably did have, I know she had an ashtray. My, I know a grand, one of my grandmothers definitely had an ashtray. So, but yeah, so, you know, here I am in my, you know, late thirties. So it took me until I was mid thirties to where I was actually proud to tell people this is where I worked because still living in the same city that I went to school in, in high school, it was hard seeing all of my classmates. Yeah. 
excelling in their jobs and they finding their career paths and they became doctors and lawyers and pharmacists and all this. And I'm like, home decor store assistant manager. Yay. You know, it, it wasn't like, for me, at least it didn't feel like I wanted to be proud of that. Even though for some people, that's what they right. want. That's awesome. That's great. That's wonderful. And I love you for that. So to anybody out there who is still struggling, who maybe is in their thirties and they're like, there's gotta be something better out there. Don't give up. Right. You have to work hard and you need to keep putting yourself out there and putting yourself in different situations. I, I went on tons of job interviews to where now, if I went on one, I'm super comfortable with it because I went on so many just to put my name out there, just to see what connections I can make. So I want to comment on that before. I'm going to kind of like what we were talking about the past few episodes about it's important to realize and you know hindsight's 2020 so if you if you're in the thick of it it's hard to actually find that light but you know adding on to what Mindy said is it's okay to want to achieve something different than where you're at right now that's important you you know it's something that you need to do but even if you're not in a job that is making you 100% happy you know we don't have the luxury i mean this is why we have jobs we don't have the luxury of just quitting and just going out and, right. you know, like in the movies, I'm just going to move to California and see what happens or New York or wherever. Right. It's not that easy. Right. It happens. And that's okay if you want to do that, but it's okay to kind of dig your heels in and just figure out what you want to do. Just don't let that become the sole representation of who you are. If it's not a place where you want to be. And sometimes you have to right. take a leap right. and cut the cord, but sometimes you have to just reel in the focus and be like, okay, I'm going to stay here. Like I'm going to compartmentalize. Right now, this is just a job for me until I find my next step. We have to say this isn't forever. Right. And I will say real quick, when I was in that job for that many mm -hmm. years, I worked a lot of side jobs okay. because I was trying to find something that I was passionate about. Right. Um, I did photography. I, you know, did weddings. I did senior photos just to try to see if that was something that mm -hmm. I liked. Um, a friend and I started a photo booth, which was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun. So I definitely dipped my toe into a lot of different things. Like if somebody He's like, I need help with this. I'm like, I'll try it, you know, because I wanted to see if that's something that I would like. And even while I was struggling to find what I wanted to do, I even was like, should I go back to school? Should I try to get a different degree? Because at that time, interior design was not like a lot of people weren't like, I need designers, right. you know, because it was in the recession and it was hard. That was not what people were wanting at that point. So I was like, maybe I should go back to school. But right now, like, I'm glad it worked out how it did. And I did not go back to school and I did stick with my path and, you know, doing all of the odd jobs on the side definitely opened myself up to, to being experienced in a lot of things. And so you just have to find what your passion is. And if it's, you know, doing flowers or making cakes, then try to do that on the side. Just start really slowly. Someone's having a birthday party. Hey, can I make your cake for you? You know, just whatever you can to get your passion out there and to allow you to live a life that's fulfilled. You're so right. Like it's so important because you don't think about, oh, let's just work this one job and that's it. And you just put yourself in a box and that's all you can do is just work that one job. It's so important right. to just explore because I mean, hello, we live in 2021. It's not 1985 while you're working. Right. Well, I mean, okay, not don't do it while you're working, but I'm just saying as you're working and then you have <laughs> downtime, do research, like build your resume, right? Put in applications. Like it's, there's sky's the limit to how many uh, jobs you can apply for. What's the worst can happen when you apply for a job you don't hear back from? What's the second worst? Uh, they ask you for an interview. It goes terrible. You have 20 interviews, but you at least have that, you have that experience with those it's interviews. It's very helpful. You know, it is like the 
more, the more you like when I worked at, when I interviewed for the craft mm-hmm. store during the interview, I had to do math problems. That's fun. That's weird. I'm not even kidding. And I am terrible at math. And I was like, I was like, you're kidding, right? I have to do, wait, what? I have to do math. And the manager was like trying to help me do the math, the math problems. He was like, no, no, try this. You know, think about this. And I'm like, that's like way over my head, but okay, cool. Thanks. You know, you hear about in high school, are we going to ever use these math problems in real life? The only time you'll use them is for some reason on applications and interviews. Like what (laughs) in the world? Unless you're like going, you're going into engineering or something like that. Yes. But I mean, that makes total (laughs) sense, but I was going to be working in the fabric section of a craft store. What? Yeah. Because I needed to know math to know how to cut yardage. Anyways. Well, we've actually been a little bit more long winded that we planned. That's that's what happens when you get off tangents and I'm just going to blame math for that. I don't, (laughs) I don't know what else you did it too. I know. Can't escape math. Somehow this podcast has turned into a mathematics, a mathematician podcast. Anyways, (laughs) so we're going to wrap up and get into my work stuff next week because I have some fun stuff to say too. It's not all about Mindy. Just kidding. Sometimes it should be. And I want it to be. No, I'm kidding. So I'm going to get more into my stuff and then we're going to, we're just, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see. Just tune in for at least my work history. Um, Spoiler alert, there's makeup involved. So if that doesn't bring you back, I don't know what. <laughs> Come on, you know it does. You know Anyways. it does. Okay, so before we go, we've decided to add a little portion at the end of our podcast to talk about, you know, maybe some things that we didn't do great the past week or so and some things we did awesome. So I'm going to start. Okay, that sounds delightful. So my weekly whoops, Mindy, I went Uh-oh. back to my ex, Andrea. If anybody is confused, Mindy, you don't even know what I'm talking about, except she did, because I already told her. Spoiler alert. So I had caffeinated coffee this week. I was supposed to not have caffeinated coffee, just decaf or like green tea if I needed caffeine. But um, earlier this week, I went out to start my car after, you know, recovering from being sick last week. And uh, my car wouldn't start. My battery was dead. So I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I just gave up. I'm not perfect, guys. I'm fallible. Okay. That's the whole point. I haven't drank a ton every day. It's not like I'm back to my six cups of coffee a day, but uh, that's a plus. So we'll see. Maybe I'll start to wean myself back off again, but just like wean back off, like actually not like cold turkey. So I guess my what would be, so this week I decided to try to get another handle on my health because my joints hurt. Um, Overall, I feel tired and I know it's because I'm not nourishing my body with the right foods. So I decided on Monday that I would start back to where I try to eat gluten-free, dairy-free-ish, sugar-free as much as possible. But come Tuesday morning, I went and got breakfast tacos that have flour and sugar and dairy, all the above. Um, Do I regret it? No, because at that moment, I needed to have a little bit more time in the morning. So I knew I needed that. So I'm really bad about starting something and then the next day or that week already having something that I shouldn't. So that's my weekly whoop, but um, I also don't feel bad, bad about it either, but I should know better. I feel like yours is not as bad as mine, but that's not what we're here for. It's not, it's not a contest. Um, You're just drinking coffee. It's not terrible yeah, either. But it makes me mean. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
It does. does it? Makes you real. So, mean. okay. So we're not going to make this all let's end on a sad note. We're going to, we're going to do other things like talk about our weekly win. Okay. You can go first this time. Okay. So my weekly win is, is that yes, I had the breakfast tacos Tuesday, but I've still done really good this week. Um, I've incorporated salads in most days. I've had plenty of fruits and vegetables every day, pretty much for every meal. So I feel really good about it that I'm really bad about letting something like that spiral me off to where I'm like, ah, I already messed up. I'm just going to throw the towel in and not continue. I'll start over later. But instead, I enjoyed it in the moment, had a really good lunch Tuesday, really good dinner, and I've kept moving forward. So that's my win that I didn't let it, you know, make me fall. So I feel really good about that. What's yours? You have to have a win of some sort. Okay, so my weekly win is I managed to do five days of work in four. And that's because I'm forced to. Well, not really. so um, my my job, forced which to. I will get into next week, we have moved down to four days of work. So I'm not necessarily working longer. I just have to basically get what I would get done in five days and four. And I'm just a little jealous, but whatever. Well, it's nice. And I just have to make sure that I'm being productive on Fridays because, okay, other than last Friday, because I was sick. I mean, I couldn't really do much production. Um, you know what? I ended up working a little bit on Friday anyways, because I wanted to make up some of my work. But the Friday before, I was not at all productive. So that's something I have to be very mindful is my time and do something that is uh, that is actually, you know, productive and, and whatnot. So anyways, I worked, I had a lot of work done this week and I'm really proud of myself. Like I felt very accomplished. So I'm taking that as a win because I don't always feel like that at the end of the week. I always feel like I'm going to be struggling next week to, to catch up on some things, which I mean, there is one thing that I still need to do, but it's not like a huge time consuming time crunch kind of thing, but I got a lot of work done. So I'm going to take that as my win. I feel pretty good about that. That's awesome. That's really good. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that about sums it up. I think I so. started off um, sitting down and now I'm laying down. I just wanted to let everyone know. So I'm headed that direction too, as soon as I get off here. All right, guys. Well, that sums it up, I think. And, you know, we covered a lot. I uh, covered a lot of Mindy stuff, but I will, we'll get into my stuff next week. Feeling really special yeah, today. You, it's you all should. about me. And I'm going to, I'm going to bring it home next. But week. I really hope that what I said helps somebody out it there should. who has been struggling. So. I think it'll help. I mean, uh, just a big takeaway is don't let something like your job or where you are in this moment in time define the rest of your life because there is time you know? Right. Anyway, so guys, of course, subscribe if you're not already. If you want to leave a review or rate, that would be awesome. Uh, Tell a friend. Please Please tell a friend and bring someone to us. Sounded very culty. I'm very sorry that it sounded like that. Feel free to follow us on Instagram. It's at TheFallableFems. Check out our website, TheFallableFems.com. And we're also on Twitter now too. Make sure to follow us there, Fallible Fems. All right, friends, have a great week. See y'all next Thursday. Bye.